Oh, is this thing on? Well, <laughs> Mr. Regards and kindness, greetings to you all. Welcome to an audiovisual podcast we like to call Uncensored Radio. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are we today? What is with that voice? <laughs> I had to Moira Rose. <laughs> to Rose today. <laughs> I thought you I'm were having a stroke. Right <laughs> <laughs> you smell toast. Don't go near the light. <laughs> I do. I always smell toast. Towards the light, Caroline. Towards the light. <laughs> All right. So we have our two usual suspects with us, Mr. Jeffrey Emmett. How might you be today with your floating wall? Blowing in the wind. I'd be so much better if the audio didn't suck and I didn't always like cut out when I was talking. That would make me cut to the audio cutting out just at the end of the sentence. <laughs> Very good. At least you're consistent. The wonderful Miss Vera under the eye under the eyes of Judy. Under the, under her under eye. the lips and nose of Judy. Her eyes are cut off. <laughs> How are you this week? I'm good. Lovely cold day in uh, New York State. Sun was out, but the wind was blowing. Uh, going on vacation next week. Got the whole week off. Very excited Woo! about that. Awesome. Seven and a half oh, hours away from vacation. Are, are you coming oh to see go- me? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I goodness. Fix, I have to fix my voter registration and my social security. Oh, she doesn't and, get arrested again. Yeah, right. <laughs> or nearly arrested. And my we have a returning panelist. This yes. girl's been missing in the wilderness of life. Miss Angel, how are you? I'm fabulous now that I'm back. I've missed you guys a ton. So hopefully you'll be seeing me regularly again with my gorgeous face. And your gorgeous nails. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get on at least once a week to get my nails done. She's come back. She's ready to looks for days. So Jeffrey, Jeffrey, we talked about it this morning, but it was off air. Um, How's your shit situation going? (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Missouri slash throw rock and hit Arkansas. There's shitty internet. Okay. Horrible internet being in the mountains. I can't deal with it anymore. And then the septic system. Heads, it fixed, put in new laterals. They dug up the whole yard. It looks like a mud pit. For a week, didn't notice. Yeah, it wasn't hooked up. Oh, no. So they had to come dig the yard up again. Shit all over the yard. So much fun. I'm, I'm ready for the nut house. You could always come back to New York. I am. Don't, you are. Oh, don't come back um, here. I'm, I'm coming for ten days. Oh, secret, secret squirrel, but New York. I've been in New York this whole time. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look at his brick wall. He's in New York. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I live. I live, I live. Well, um, but otherwise, you when you're still home. <laughs> yes, yes, because I want to do a live show all together, maybe like record some stuff and have you, Vera, and all of us in the same location. Awesome, let's that make would it be happen. Way cool. 
I'm down. Yep. Yeah. I'll send you the dates uh, after the show. Don't go shed any COVID on each other, guys. Listen, I have not left my house in a year. Besides totally getting my nails vaccinated. Done. <laughs> yes, Vera. Vaccinated. Vaccinated Vera. Vera. <laughs> the double V. Yes. Big old V. I'm so looking forward to going to Broadway this uh, fall. Yes. Here it's we go. Great. Probably going to be able to get tickets to Hamilton. Well, yeah, maybe. Global pandemic's really knocked those lines (laughs) down. Right? The last (laughs) thing I'm doing is putting my tramps in a room with little tiny seats to watch a play or movie. It's not happening. So keep putting those movies We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. But the, the worst thing, as soon as you sit in a theater audience, everyone has to cough. Like as soon as the show starts. Oh, like everyone's fine before Always. the show starts, and they're like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh. "Well, I'm not going oh. in there without a mask." I honestly, I don't think I'm going to go. You know, I heard oh, the I movie am. theaters here are opening full, full hours, full capacity. Yeah, I and I'm just not feeling it. Sorry. I, well, we're gonna um, feel, we're gonna feel it, Vera. Hold on to it for two seconds because I'm feeling <laughs> something brewing. I'm feeling this week's hot load of hot topics. That laugh, I love it. I I am so ready to be back in a movie theater. I will wear my five-layer mask. I'm fully vaccinated. I may even wear a shield, but I want to be back in a movie theater. I want to be back in live theater situation. I want to go to Broadway. I want to see all these movies that I couldn't see on the big screen, on the big screen. I mean, come on. You know that that... Michael B. Jordan film is not going to be as good on my TV as it's going to be on the big screen. Um, Boo, it's only an Amazon release. You ain't seen it in the theater. Yeah, that was going to be in the theater if there's enough demand. And it was actually really good. It was good. I like it. But it's going to be without remorse. Okay, now I'm going to have to watch it. Why did like if you watch the trailer, please go watch the trailer on Amazon Prime and tell me if it looks like. C-rated, like trash, like low budget, just garbage, right? And then I was oh, like, I didn't oh. think that from the trailer. I did. It didn't look good. Like it looked like it was gonna be like it shitty like low a Tom budget. Clancy thriller. But when you but watch it, it, it looks good. I like. I hate when the trailers look like trash. I pay attention. Right. Yeah. Just I think it was very good. interesting because our cinemas were only really closed for. I think four weeks or so here in Australia, and then four, four to five weeks. Else did better than we did. But then, but then when we get when you went, you got a little um, square of of immunity around you, so they couldn't sit they couldn't sit people in the two seats in front, the seat either side, or the two seats behind you. Oh wow! So Even if you like, went in your own ah. pod. Yeah. Oh, well, we didn't have we didn't get to the pod stage really. Yeah. Every, we we kind of locked down for a little bit, and then life went. Life kind has kind of gone back to normal. We just can't get we just can't get vaccines here, which why we that's why we can't travel. We don't live we don't live that way. Jeffrey, you're on screen. She <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't like that angle. Well, sure. I don't mind it now with this new tripod. It's it's not too bad. Like, oh. like so. We'll talk about the elephant in the room, which is COVID. Oh, da, da, da. 
Experts now calculate that herd immunity threshold to be at least 80%. If more contagions variants show up or scientists find that immunized people can still transmit the virus, the calculation will have to be rise, uh, raised, raised, wow, raised again. Polls show that 30% of US population is still reluctant to be vaccinated. The number is expected to improve, but probably not enough to reach herd immunity. Yep. Uh, there's always somebody ruining it for the rest of us. That one kid <laughs> in the class who wouldn't shut up during the test. Here they are. That's the vaccine. Uh, you know, I've washed my hands. It's If they're not willing to get the vaccine, then it becomes Darwin's law. The stupid will die off. Go ahead. Run around without your mask and without your vaccine. Get COVID and fucking die. But these are all the people, Vera. These are all the people care. that are these are the people that are on social media that are like, Oh, you can't tell me what to do with my body, you can't tell me what to do, da 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 da. I'm sick, where's You're the doctor? Right. I need help. Me, me, me. Pick me, You're help right. me. You can't right. no. We can't tell you anything. No, you I'm drive sorry. 90 miles an hour without a seatbelt and crash into a brick wall because you don't believe in science, so therefore the laws of speed and inertia can't affect you. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Angel, you missed this shit. She goes off now. We got people hating because they're like, fuck Vera! <laughs> Don't you guys come for Vera. Don't come for my girl. Because I'll have to come for you. We are a tight unit. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody say that. Well, they called you a bitch. Well, the one person. Yeah. Hi, man. Yeah, some... <laughs> and and some people bitch. just aren't smart enough to sustain an argument anyway. But we'll move <laughs> on. Oh, Pretty much. All right, so one year ago, child COVID cases made up only around 3% of the U.S. total. On Monday, the AAP said children represented 22.4% of new cases reported in the past week, accounting for 71,649 out of the 319 1,601 cases. The latest report drawn from data collected through April 29th shows how children share the coronavirus has already grown recently. Um, I think we were all dreaming if you thought that this virus was never going to affect children right. at all. <laughs> right. Hey, James. I feel like that, that should be our new slogan, Uncensored Radio. It's like the bubonic plague, but with Wi-Fi. <laughs> not good Wi-Fi. <laughs> not good Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I, I, I people, I, I don't well, get the, the surprise. The thing that... is that when it first started, they closed all the schools. That was the first thing to close. Now all the schools are opened. Right. So these children are back in the school situation, and they're exposing each other because kids will be kids. They will cough. Exactly. They will laugh. They will forget to social distance. They will forget to wash their hands. Yep. They'll walk around with snot running down their nose. Sure thing. And we no, have to remember not. not all of these children are social distancing when they're outside of school. So, right. you know, it's, of course, they're going to get it. I mean, my kids will be homeschooled for the rest of their lives. <laughs> well, your one son. But that's your choice. That's productive. your choice to make. That's your choice to make. But at homeschooling, your one son I don't has been get very successful, right? Yes, I yes, don't get yes. the thought it that it was never going to affect kids. children at all. Everyone was not worried about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, as long as we keep them home from school, it'll be fine." I'm like, "Well, they have to live a life, right? Right. What are you going to do? Bird box your children for the rest of their life? Exactly. Quickly, we cover everything. 
I didn't want to send my son back to school because, you know, he is not eligible for the vaccine. He um, will be he, soon. Well, he has a lot of medical can, underlying conditions, so he won't be receiving the vaccine. And, um, you know, with his immune system and things, we were like, we don't want to send him back to school. But he was not doing well at home. I, mm-hmm. I've never seen this kid fail at things and just be like miserable and depressed. He was at school a week and his grades went up by 60% and he's back to himself. So I was like, you're go. Like he's in school four days a week now. So, I mean, some kids, it works for them. I still have some students who are homeschooling and they do great. But I definitely had a mother in tears last week because her child didn't learn a single thing in the entire pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I had to send my son back. I think it's hard if you're not, if they're not at an age where you can't kind of oversee them and make sure yes. they're doing it. And if yes. you don't have the luxury of having that time, it's a problem. But for me right. in my life, it's worked out really well. And I feel like it's actually brought us all closer together. See, it's, that's it's been a lot awesome. of fun. See, that's awesome. My son, I like, I loved it, you know, trying to help him, but he's a teenager and he's like, mom, I right. know you're a teacher, but you're not my teacher. Leave right. me the hell alone. Now, Basically. my four-year-old that's got to go to kindergarten next year, he's going to be the death of me because I might take oh. his last to school. Kindergartners are... He's a nightmare. He's I'm like, Gabe, okay, we got to do school work. He's like, no, daddy, I'm too tired. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm too tired. But you running around playing with toys, but you're too tired to <laughs> trace the A and B. Do you know why that is, Jeffrey? He's tired because he doesn't get bagels. <laughs> you should have heard Gabe this morning. Daddy bagels. <laughs> he's very upset. He's like a little Jew. He just where's my bagel, man? There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Nothing at all. Well, no. look, there's always there's always a lighter side to COVID. Um, <laughs> so coastal that. town has dropped about two hundred twenty-eight thousand on a forty. 40- Dollars on a 42 feet long, 30 feet wide, and one and 13 feet high statue of a pink squid using money designated for coronavirus pandemic relief. Um, have we snowed? Right, this? I why, don't know why a pink squid. Like, I just have so many questions. I think I'm gonna write them, a, I'm gonna email these people and ask them why a pink squid. What, why to help attract tourism? It is gay it's, tourists. I, it, apparently with a pink tourists. squid yeah like, yeah it's it, i didn't put where it was from because i thought people would get pissed and really start bitching about it and be like only in america but it wasn't in america it was in japan for once oh, okay. <laughs> <So> worse then <laughs> well, worse they're probably they're probably all vaccinated in japan but i mean after that the toxic waste dump that you know that happened when the thing blew up you know what i'm saying the squid could be that big so it's something to see Yeah, the Fukushima meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't take care of your nuclear power plants. Maybe we So, also in the news this week, well, we'll do some serious ones first. We'll get the serious ones out of the way. Um, Julian Assange is in the news again, calling for release from Belmarsh Prison. Um, This is a very interesting, a very interesting 
it's a tweet, so it's not really a news a news bulletin. Well, that it, it reads all this week. All Assange did was release information in the public interest. Journalism is not a crime, and no one should be punished for doing the right thing. Well, the Biden mm. administration is trying to get him extradited again. The, the new DOJ looking to get him extradited, so he better be comfortable in Belmarsh because he doesn't want to come here. I, I'm not okay with it. Like he just was putting information out that I feel like yeah. should be. It's not cool. I don't think they should be hiding stuff from us in the government. I don't care if they don't think we can handle it. I mean, clearly we've seen with COVID some folks can't handle things. Right. But we'll figure it out. And that's why everybody some still has their guns. Some folks can't figure out what's true and what's not. But you know what? Again, that's <laughs> mental health crisis talk. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously something's not right in these people's heads. <laughs> so that then goes back to look at all these white people shooting up schools and things. Uh, three three shootings today. I felt on four fingers. <laughs> um, I just think we forget. Okay. You're on vacation. You we forget that, that like a couple of months ago, there was an insurrection at the Capitol. Uh-huh. <laughs> like crazy America, white people. Crazy America went the purge. Like literally, America <laughs> went the purge, and we're all just like, Joe Biden's old, right? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> He almost fell down the plain stairs, but you know they just tried to wreck your whole capital. But that's all right. You oh, know. That was fun. I enjoyed but that stare. Trump couldn't walk two thousand feet at the G eight summit. He had to have a golf cart. Merkel <laughs> was around when Hitler was alive. Could walk, but he couldn't. <laughs> right. Tell me that Joe Biden falling up the stairs is <laughs> something bigger. Right. God. Uh, Chider, good old Chider. It's, it's all Chider's <laughs> fault, right? <laughs> but like, seriously, what's going on, America? Do you know? I look. If if um if old Trumpy and Joe used one of these, they might be better. But um, Peloton, <laughs> Peloton um, have actually done a recall. This is an update to our story that we did a couple of weeks ago. Have actually done recalls on both its Tread Plus and. Tread and treadmill machines over safety concerns. The company is advising customers who already have the products to immediately stop using it and contact Peloton for a full refund. CEO John Foley apologized for not cooperating with US Consumer Product Safety Commission sooner. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, Joe, you went uh, on. You go, girl. Okay, so <laughs> I am all for the people who want to exercise and be healthy, and yes, I want to look my best. I just can't imagine spending that much fucking money on something that I'm going to run on in my house, get out of breath and die probably. I just don't get it. Sorry. They're asking for it. And I'm what sorry. are you getting fit for if the COVID's around? I mean, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you want to wear a string bikini in your backyard. I don't know. Maybe you'll be in Florida coughing on people and giving them your bodily fluids and sweat and stuff. I don't know. But personally, I would not spend that much money on an exercise machine. Oh, speaking of bodily fluids in Florida, how is Marija? <laughs> She's struggling, okay? She had the birthday party. We should have had the pictures. We'll have to have... We'll, we'll post a picture last week. She, she looks hot. 
A Little Mermaid birthday party, and it was out of fucking control. I'm like, okay, Tori smelling. Because I I used to be that bitch that would do the same thing, except I wasn't getting in costumes and shit, because I don't do it for Halloween. I don't, don't, mm, big people, we don't do it. Like, it's just not our thing, right? So, I'm not a theater person either, so it doesn't count, you know? Uh, but this bitch is all up in Ursula. Husband was King Triton and shit. That's how I'm it like, should be for kids' birthdays. For my daughter's sweet 16, no, we rented no. out a party house to DJ, and everyone had to come in a Disney theme. Sure. Costume. 16, sure. Have a big party, get a car. Yeah. Get but you know what? I'm not doing that big birthday shit anymore. The kids, we do a little cake, do a little something. There's no decorations. We're not go roll around in the grass. Go, you know, jump like, on a freaking dirt pile. I, I some, Y'all go down to the fishing home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down to Let's the creek. <laughs> I ask them what they want to do for their birthday. Like, I want them to pick, like, do you want to go someplace? Do you want to have people over? And let them decide, and that's what we do. This year, it's go down to the creek. You know, yeah. catch He wanted to go on like ATV rides, so the neighbors came and got the boys and took them all over. That's cool. And you know, the other two boys are like two days apart in July. They want to be on the boat and swimming, so that you know, That's like fun. Well, before COVID, they wanted to do sea breeze, so we were at right. sea breeze like four times that summer. It was insane, but you know. <laughs> I'm not, we're not doing this big hoopla bullshit. I'm not doing this crazy ass cake no more. Like, no, no. Just like Christmas. We're not doing it, kids. Call me the Grinch. I don't care. You get a tree up, we're done. We're not going crazy. You want to do something? Let's go to Disney World when COVID's over. You know what? We're not doing Christmas. We actually decided we're going away for Christmas and we're actually going to go to Florida. I'd rather put the five grand that I would spend on Christmas before. On uh, make, taking them on a trip of their lifetime every year, that they're gonna have those memories right. for the rest of their life instead of toys yeah. that they break in three days and exactly. don't fucking play with. Then they just annoy me because they're all over. The <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to <laughs> pretend they disappeared someplace. Oh I no, I'm the right of them. You ain't take oh. care of it. You broke this shit. Guess what? Let's oh, get the trash bags. <laughs> every couple of months, I make them do it. Like, let's go through. What don't you want anymore? What don't you play okay, with? Okay, that's good. I do believe in. That. I yeah. can't. I, Very I, I, Marie Kondo of you, Jeff. I, look, <laughs> I hate clutter right now. Like this kitchen is there's shit on. I can't. I don't like stuff on the counters. I don't like a lot of appliances. We, yeah. We, we need to put them in spaces. I, I don't like think. I, 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 no. I, so, I went from a 3,200 square house to 900. There's no way. I couldn't do it. I did. <laughs> There's no. no way. I didn't bring my shit though because I only planned on coming for vacation. I didn't think I was going to stay for eight months. Twelve <laughs> years later, I know, right? The kids are crop of corn. It was so, so much fun though because I got to buy all new shit and all new clothes for everybody. So it was like, oh, there you go. this is fun. I like I'm going to do a Swedish desk clean so that my uh, my niece and nephew don't have to. <laughs> Wait, can you please clarify a Swedish death clean? What what you the go through before you die, you go through all the memorabilia and all the ephemera and all the shit that your progeny really don't want, and you get rid of it so you're not leaving them with a mess when you die to clear up. <laughs> 
Um, can we listen to Vera? I think she's turned into Moira Rose. Ephemera and progeny. And, oh, listen to her. Woo! She got fancy book learning, y'all. I do have the fancy book learning. My dad used to say she's got a million dollar vocabulary and her favorite word is fuck. Well, <laughs> well, uh, to, re- to reference last week's show, I would say you're a Mexican, Vera. Thank you. I think so, too. <laughs> mm. Shots fired, Katie. Shots fired. Boom, boom. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to bring up a little topic. It's not really a news topic, but it's a good conversation topic that popped up into our little online world today. Well, today, like a while ago. Um, it's a question from Cora. <laughs> so here we go. I caught my neighbour ha- uh, leaving his 12-year-old son home alone and he has not come back in six hours. Should I call CPS? <laughs> now, I used to babysit when I was 12. Me too. I used, to t- I used to stay home alone at six. I'd have to walk from school by myself. I was at home for like eight hours by myself at six. Mm-hmm. Shit you not. Like I had a key to get in. I knew to lock the doors. I had sometimes had to make my own dinner. I was at home alone. Had to do my own homework. So, I mean, 12, come on. They can't even go to yeah. daycare anymore at 12. Like, they're fine. Right. right. Yeah, they don't count. Yeah, if they're 12 years old and they don't know how to call 911. Then we got more problems. Then, you got well, bigger problems. then maybe you should leave them on their own and hope for the best. <laughs> Natural selection, right? Maybe Natural selection. Maybe somebody with COVID or somebody trying right. to drive through a brick wall. Yeah, 12 is old enough to <laughs> be I, at home and take care of yourself and make your I meals. and plenty old to be left alone. Yeah. I thought, I did, you think, like, especially when you got to that older, like, teen, tween teenager, you were like, yeah, I'm adulting right. the shit well, out of this. I'm here by myself, whatever. <laughs> Right. The, the comment on that I thought was really great because it basically said, why don't you be a neighbor, take your ass over there and be like, you know, they can come to me if they need anything. Here's my right. Right. And be a good fucking neighbor right. instead of being yeah. a piece so of here's, shit. Here's the response. At five, year, at five years old, I was put on a John Deere tractor <laughs> with <a laughs> detached and told to till the fields. Dad said, don't run over a fence and don't drive into the woods or creek. Come find me if you run out of gas. At 12, um, at twelve, my older brother were, and I were milking 15 cows five nights a week while my dad worked a second shift in the factory and my mom was in the house to caring for our other four younger siblings. Seems like we have made babies um, out of far too many kids today, your neighbor's son will be just fine. You should stand up, be a neighbor instead of a pest, and tell the father the kids can call you or come over if any emergency arrives. Yeah, or even if they're scared, you know, right? Like, I would totally let my neighbor's kid come over if they were home alone and they were scared. Yeah, I, I think there are some people who will do that. I can remember <laughs> a really babysit at 11. Hey, Emily. Yep. See, if Emily can babysit at 11, anybody can take care of themselves at 11. So I think they are all sad. Okay. I, I can remember I'd be taking care of all like the younger babies. At yeah. Like they were yeah. infants and I was taking, feeding them, doing, changing them, doing whatever. Yeah. I was cooking. Yeah. I was mowing. I was cooking. Yeah. No supervision. Nobody was, we had a big backyard. If I can mow the lawn, bitch, I could stay home. Yeah, I remember cooking and watching my younger cousins oh, yeah. and and siblings dinners. and 
doing laundry and this was way before 12. So I think that some people have coddled their children a little too much possibly. I mean, I think we need to push them out into the world a little bit, give them some responsibilities like, hey, get your ass up on the roof and clean out the gutters. Mm -hmm. If you fall, but, just scream, and I'll come. Do you think her. a lot of it? Do you think a lot of it is is parental guilt as well? Because yes, I I know that my parents both had to work. Yeah, mm -hmm. like they there there wasn't an option of someone staying at home when I was growing up. Right, they they were at work. Like if I wasn't at my after school activity, which I was at three nights a week anyway, and they picked me up after they finished work at nine thirty at night, I was at yeah you know, I was at home by myself. Yeah, like that's just the way it is, and a lot of these parents, a lot of parents these days, go, "Oh well, so and so's, so and so stays with them." I feel guilty, so now I have to overcompensate by caring for my child and not letting them do anything. Like that's how you develop a sense of, of you know, self confidence and all that kind of stuff. It's this whole generation. Parents coddle kids about everything. The thing that made me the craziest was the fucking everybody gets a trophy. No. no. No, I don't think so. No, I'm sorry. You suck. You don't get a trophy. You know what? Ooh. I think I think I'm children have to learn to work for certain things. Like yeah, my daughter, important. our daughter, my daughter just turned 21. Yes, she could have had, we could have given her a vehicle, but you know what? We made her pay $300 for the vehicle. We make her work. She goes to school as well. She has to pay for her own car insurance. I make her pay for her own cell phone bill. They need to learn how to be adults. And the only way they're going to do that is if the parents help them realize that the world is not so pretty and they're not going to coddle your ass. Right. Like Aiden constantly, he's like, that's not fair. I'm like, oh, life's not fair. The world's you not know? fair. <laughs> No, the world you, is kid. not fair. <laughs> and the sooner this is, we all learn that. Yeah, this is my argument. How are these kids going to go when they get into a working situation? They don't. You know, when they don't make when out. They have a boss that is that that needs results and like, and they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they when don't I had care. the sub shops. So like any 18-year-old, 19, you know, even those ages, and we're talking, you know, four or five years ago, these kids could not work for shit. They couldn't be bothered. They felt they could just stand around, stand around, play on their phone. They didn't have to do shit. And if you told them anything, it was a personal attack. Right. right. They don't know them. how to take constructive criticism. No. And like, I'm sorry. I made you a whole list with stuff. And they were pissed, right? Because... There was like a cleaning sheet with a checklist you had to check off every right. night. So then they weren't doing things or they'd skip steps. So I made the checklist five pages long in small font that was like clean the <laughs> toilet. Step two, take the wipe the top of the toilet down. Step three, wipe around the top of the bowl, the lids of each thing. So, you know, step four, wipe the base of the toilet. Step and five, I think wipe that's asinine that these that they don't know these things already. I don't know. I, I I know I'm not fucking crazy. I don't know what's going on in the world, but it's ridiculous. We're Parents, if you're listening, yeah. teach your kids how to scrub a toilet yeah. when they're like two. <laughs> then when they go yeah, out in the world, no two. As soon as they learn how to pee on a toilet, they should be scrubbing it. They should know how to clean it. <laughs> Especially when they make it. And I'll tell you what, I chase these kids. I'm like, who was just in that bathroom? 
get your butt back in there and go wipe that piss off the toilet seat right now. Yeah, no, I can't. I no, no. I, there I'm, was certain uh, ex. I'm a firm believer in chores. I'm like, listen, they're gonna learn at home that hard work gets you nice things because yep. if you work hard, you make money, and you can buy some good shit. Listen, so <laughs> Aiden, one of his chores, right? He was being wicked horrible. He was just having horrible attitude or whatever. So sometimes we'll do some chores, you know, because he couldn't do anything else. So he was picking sticks, just picking sticks up in the yard, right? <laughs> but he'll just mosey his w- on his way, and in 15 minutes, we'll maybe pick up a stick. So I'm kind of standing there, kind of doing the drill instructor thing, right? Because at this point, I've just had enough. And I'm like, let's go, let's go, this one, right? Go, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he's getting mad. He's screaming at me. He's crying. He's like, I'm sweating. I'm going to die. I, I had it. to walk away because I was laughing so hard. Because I, he love, die I love dramatics. I over love Over sweating. Over sweating. I'm like, I... dude, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> but he's like, those are the best. Yeah. And he'd be like, if, something, if I die, it's your fault. I'm like, because you're sweating? I would have grabbed a glass of wine and sat right there on the porch, like, let's, <laughs> let's watch oh, it. No. Would have the been next day, day. the next day. We went and shoveled the rock pile and put it in the wagon, dragged it down the driveway. Oh, and started no. the, I mean, and everybody, and Gabe, oh my God, that little one. He's like, can I do it, daddy? Can I get down the shovel? I won't do it. I'm, and that kid's shoveling the rocks quicker than the older kids. See, the what? little ones are cute because they don't they don't hate anything yet. Everything's fun at that age still. And you're like, oh, you're so cute. It's so fun. As they get older, then they you're like, oh, they start to realize they can say no. No, no, Gabe's starting to get into the clothing. And he's like, I'm not wearing that today, Daddy. And then I tried having him watch the Muppets. And he's like, and I'm like, Gabe, it was daddy's favorite show when he was a kid. He goes, well, it's not my favorite. Daddy. <laughs> He's got like, your attitude, yeah, so you can't be mad he at him. He you does. cannot be mad. He so <laughs> does. I'm, I'm so fucked. All right. Well, we're going we're just going to move on to something else we, we've been <laughs> obviously protecting our kids from for too long. Um, as I <laughs> predicted a couple of months ago, social media has blown up. Um, Cancel Culture has taken aim at Snow White's Enchanted Kiss and New Ride at Disneyland after it was deemed problematic over Prince Charming kissing Snow White without consent. The detractors say a kiss he gives to her without consent while she's asleep, which cannot possibly be true love if only one person knows it's happening. Um, <laughs> who wants to go first? I'll go. <laughs> go, Vera. I, you know what? I don't care if she gave is able to give consent for a peck on the cheek. My problem is that these Disney movies create this false expectation in young women that some man is going to come along and save them. And that's what I think needs to be canceled is all this princess needs to be saved by Prince Charming bullshit. I don't care about the kiss. Honey, well, you need to be saved by light, honey, because you're dark as hell. I can't stand no how. I know. I've been trying to fix it. It's dying. I don't know what happened. I think a ball blew. I'm sorry. is having lighting issues. Little battery pack. Honey, you got to get the tripod I sent you. I just sent it again in Amazon. All you bitches need to get it. I had this beautiful light I bought 
online and it was working great and now it just died on me. She looks like we're doing one of those interviews, know. you know, with the people that <laughs> and don't you can't see them. Yeah, yeah. Like how to catch a predator. Uh, yes, I slept with my teacher. <laughs> or, like, or like her father was a serial killer and we're doing an interview. It's like yeah. or I'm marrying my cousin brother. You're disguising Please my voice. Touch me in the naughty place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cancel you, you say up. Then oh, what would you your sweatshirt, you fuck face. <laughs> and then what would you have to complain about? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, we are speaking of which, you can go over, uh, speaking of sweatshirts, you can definitely go over to the store now and get the new updated mug with the new graphics. Oh, Yay! my God. Hold on, Jeffrey. Let me find that old banner that we haven't used for about 700 years. <laughs> you get the new mug, we get a t-shirt and a hoodie, and that's it. And they're really crazy priced because it's crazy expensive to have it done. So sorry about the price. <laughs> so that's right, for kids. You can, head, you can head to www.etsy.com forward slash shop, forward slash just Jeff Emmett for your uncensored radio needs and goodness of merchandise. We're all on there in cartoon form. We're cute as. It's beautiful times. Uh, actually, yeah. and then you, me, and Kat are on the back of the t-shirt in that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's see what real people look like. <laughs> We're just fighting. We're just fighting. We, sometimes we like to fight, you know. We keep it, we keep it 100 and bust, bust on. Um, oh, I want to talk to Vera about that next topic, so we'll, we'll just have to wait until she has sorted herself out. Fighting. Look what I just looked over at my... Oh, look at how dirty it is. <laughs> Me and oh Kitty beating the shit out of each other in LA. <laughs> Good times. Okay. Good beating. So we talked about it briefly last week, and we're going to just touch on it very quickly because we're running out of time today. Oh, Angel. So, um, County Superior Court Judge Mark A. Young granted Jackson's estate's request to dismiss the suit brought in 2013 by Wade Robson. The judge said to Jackson Entertainment, uh, the judge said to Jackson Entertainment Corporations targeted by the lawsuit had no legal duty to protect Robson from Jackson. Um, yeah. So, Andrew, you can go first. If you since you're away, I, you know, I, Michael Jackson was an an amazing artist. Don't get me wrong, but someone has to be responsible for protecting the children. I don't know if he did or did not do what they are accusing him of, but there has there has to be something behind it. Something has to have happened on some level or to some degree i mean look i think regardless of what happened i think the real failure is on the parents part right yeah and that's what i mean as as a parent i I, I, I get he it's a crime but but there's your duty of care isn't that like neglect (laughs) it is because this is kind of how i feel about it as a parent there's no way in hell i don't care how much money you have I'm allowing my child to go over to your home because you have rides and ponies and shit. And (laughs) you, you allowing them or saying they're sleeping in your bed with you. I'd be damned if my kid's going to be at your house sleeping in bed with a grown ass man. 
who's and, not and, and, a family member. Like, take away, take away the fact that he was a celebrity, right? Right. If this, if this was Jimmy Bob from down the street, right? Who you drove still don't know van. this person. You don't know this person, right? You gonna let your you... in the creeper van with him? Hell no. Yeah. I know. So we have a very, we have, a, we have a guest very quickly who's going to give us a little quick update because she knows all things Michael Jackson. Lashana, are you there? She's here. So have you got any information, updates for us? Honey, let me tell you. And after all, hi, Uncle Jeffrey. And I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just in a mess right now. But first of all, (laughs) let me say this. The judge had dismissed Wade Robinson and James Safechuck's case because there was no evidence and there was just no evidence because there was inconsistencies also with this case. And second of all, another huge congratulations to the Jackson estate because they just won against the IRS due to the fact they had no information about him being broke. But due to all the stuff that's been going on and all the streaming services and all everything yeah, they won against the IRS. And most importantly, he is now inducted into the Black Entertainment Hall of Fame along with Beyonce. So I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I know there's a lot of people saying like, well, why did he settle? Why did he settle? Watch Square One on Amazon Prime Clear and it'll give you gone. all the information that you really need to know because he was extorted. Because number one, he was African-American. Number two, he had a whole lot of money. And number three, everybody was targeting him because he was a black artist who made a whole lot of money and he was powerful. He was powerful. And also he was telling the truth and everybody didn't like it. And he was targeted. He was targeted. I, I think that once you have a case, it gets blown up like that, and you settle, you definitely have a target on your back. Yes, because they're people come know, oh, he's gonna settle. I'm right. gonna attack because again, I mean, it's, she's right. Square one. Uh, I watched it when it first came out on YouTube, and it talks about those things and why they couldn't go to trial, and he had to settle because right. the way the it was working. He would have basically given them his entire case, yeah. Prior to going to trial, so it was kind. Of, it was crazy. It was just crazy what had happened. So it's and definitely, if you're on the fence about Michael Jackson, I'd say Square One is worth looking into. I don't feel like it's so biased towards him, but it's just more about like let's try to find the facts, right? Exactly, because right. I I watched it like over three times already and it gets down to the really nitty-gritty for the um everything from 93 to the 2005 trial yes i agree with you they need to (laughs) play moonwalker also moonwalker to me back as a kid was the best movie i'm sorry i don't care what anybody says moonwalker was the best well thank you so much for your update lashana we will we'll keep um referencing you because you seem to be there the queen of Michael Jackson knowledge. So I have to um, be we'll... honest, I'm a I've been a fan of Michael ever since I was in diapers. Okay, <laughs> from diapers all the way to high school. 
If you keep wanting me to keep debating on this, I will tell you straight up in your face. If you want to debate me, where's the receipts? <laughs> show me exactly. the receipts. If you show me the exactly. receipts, we can talk. If you're not going to show me the receipts, I'm going to talk you down. <laughs> exactly. All right, honey, thank you for coming on today, and we'll talk to you soon. No problem. Bye. Thank you. Where's Vera? Is she back? I love her. Oh, look, she's well, back. <laughs> look, it's good, to, it's good to have someone who know who knows stuff because we yeah. are, we don't claim to be we don't claim to be authorities on everything. We can only go right. off what we know. Um, we do know this was sad though this week. Oh, oh, I know. Olympia Dukakis dies at eighty nine, and yes, I do know that originally I wrote ninety nine. But the funny thing is. <laughs> I um wait, why is this not moving? Oh, I copied and pasted the original article yeah. from, a legit, from a legit news source. I saw that it said from 99. A, a legit news source. I saw a couple of them and they had 99 on there as well. But, oh, copyright. It's page. making me sad, guys. Oh, like Mikey, his grandmother died. Cher's mm. mother. She was Cher's um, mother. Like we're losing Mikey's all the grandma. We're losing all of these older actors. Like, it's making me real sad, which yeah. is kind of why I didn't want to um, mention Anthony Hopkins winning the Oscar because I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's 83. I don't think I can handle Anthony Hopkins yet. Like, let's keep it to ourselves. Right. We don't want to lose Anthony. But, yeah, it yeah. bumps me out. <laughs> bumps me out, man. <laughs> Keith Richards is going to outlive. Keith, look, we should we should have gone to Keith for the COVID vaccine. Seriously, like, in that blood forever, something's him going and, on. Him and Cher should have bred back in the day, oh. and like, you know, that's the next generation she looks of fabulous humans. Fabulous at seventy. I know she looks um, really good. I've got one more little funny news story before we get into our main topic. Speaking of next generation of humans. Uh, why is this not working today? Okay. Um, an expectant mother got the surprise of her life when going into labor prematurely on a Delta Airlines flight from Salt Lake City to Honolulu at 29 weeks. The mother was unaware she was pregnant. Luckily, there were three NICU nurses and a doctor on board. Holy I, shit, that's a holiday. I know. <laughs> How can you not know you're so I watched this show. I, I've seen it. I've watched it a couple times. I didn't know I was pregnant. I just don't understand how they give birth to a 10-pound fucking baby and you didn't feel anything. Like, oh, I didn't feel that. I'm calling bullshit. You have a freaking kid. Nothing wrong with it. It's big as a fucking bus. And you didn't know you were pregnant? Suspicious. You had to be letting your jeans out. <laughs> You, know? you had to be like you had to be feeling something. Like I can only like I'm a male, but I can imagine having another life form inside you is Listen, not the most comfortable. You know, even when, you, even when, when you're male, having another life form inside you is not comfortable. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. I've I've had two children. I'm sorry. You know something's inside of you moving around. It, it's yeah. not a good feeling. It's, it's just I broke <laughs> like it's not comfortable having something shoved up in your ribs and on your blood. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't know. No, no, these no. women, the fucking liars. 
<laughs> she she just wanted to go on vacation, so uh, she did. She didn't want anybody right. to tell her not to fly. Yeah, exactly. I just I'm going to knock out a few it. more. Wait, wait, we might just go a little bit over time today, but that's okay. Um, I just want to talk about this because I think it was really funny. Streamyards being a bitch. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, Jennifer, Anderson, Jennifer Anderson, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have been spotted together. So after the failure of her relationship with A-Rod and his failure in pretty much everything, it seems that <laughs> Jennifer may have reunited. Affleck was spotted exiting an SUV at a hotel where the singer-actress was staying, and the same vehicle would later pick up Ms. Lopez for a business meeting. Reports also say Ben has been picked up at various locations and driven to JLo's home, then dropped off a few hours later. The pair have apparently made friendly after their romantic relationship ended, but could there be more benefits to the friendship than we know? I think she was there for him during his divorce, and he's just mm-hmm. doing the same thing. She's always said that they yeah. stayed friends. Always. Yeah. So, I don't... I, like, everybody just needs to... Leave Jennifer alone! Leave Jennifer alone! <laughs> I will admit, they are kind of cute together. I like the Benefer. Honey, is she I like the ring? As she should have. Right? What's in but that see, one song? She's like, wait, no way. See, they're going to go back. They're going to go backwards now because when they were together, she released her worst music and he actually had a movie career. Mm, no, so, she killed it. He got, he, they both lost shit because of that. What was Jiggly? Jiggly. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Speaking of horrible things. I never that movie. <laughs> speaking of horrible things. Um, Caitlyn Jenner has gone on the record stating she opposes trans women competing in sports. Mm. Jenner said it to TNZ that it's a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in (laughs) girls' sport in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girls in sport in our schools. Uh, Many transgender rights advocates have criticized Jenner. Many opposing uh, many opposed trans women competing for reference, uh, Fallon Fox, a male to female transgender MMA fighter who broke the occipital bone in her female competitor during a fight. Well, I don't know why that's funny. Um, do you agree <laughs> or disagree that trans women have an advantage against cisgendered women in sporting events? I don't know whether I agree or disagree with this, but I do think that we have a responsibility to keep stupid people out of politics. <laughs> Malibu. She, she wasn't she wasn't she with a bathroom ban at one point? Yeah. As a trans woman, she did she wanted to go in the men's room? Right. See, I think I'm kind of I don't I don't think I don't I'm trying not to piss nobody off, but I have to be honest about it. I uh, don't do you think, remember what show you're on? I know I'm gonna piss some people <laughs> off and I'm not sorry, but I don't know how I would feel about a transgender female going into a sport that my daughter was playing. You know what I mean? Like say my daughter's on track in racing. There's a big difference in like the biology of how a male and a female, you know, just everything's different. They're a little bit stronger in certain aspects. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would, 
be okay I think with that. I think it's really an issue when it's a, con- a full contact body sport. Yes, that right? would make a big difference. I don't I like the MMA part and, you know, the wrestling and things like that. I don't think it should be allowed. I think it, I think there's a huge difference. But Just do you go opinion. into MMA because you're worried about broken bones? No, because you're going to get broken bones anyways. Yeah. MMA you're going to get your ass kicked. Right. I mean, but do you want a man, but do you want a transgender female who is already stronger than you, probably a little bigger than you, having the upper hand automatically even before you get into the ring to fight? No. Like, give me somebody. I might have a chance to whoop their ass. Don't have somebody coming in who is automatically going to take me down and I'm not, I don't have a shot at it. Well, I can't we be, just, sorry, go ahead. I just want the chance to be able to break somebody's nose fairly. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm asking I, for. I, mean, I don't know anything about MMA. I really don't. I know that it's violent and it's bloody. Yes. But yes. aren't there weight classes? Don't you have to compete in a class of size, you know, body mass? Right. right. It is weight classes and things like that. But you have to remember, biological men they they're built differently they have different things going on they're all they're a little bit stronger i just it's not a fair fight you know what if they're on a bunch of hormones like i don't really know the answer to this i'm genuinely i don't asking, know either but right? I, feel, I mean yeah, yeah that, i i i know yeah. that they as they transition they lose muscle mass Right, because of do. their own hormones, because yeah. changing hormones. Well, you, you know, know what? I, They'd have to show me that there are extra hormones before I get in the ring. I want to know, like, <laughs> like. Well, it does know. lead the old, it does lead to the old joke. How do you make a hormone? <laughs> huh. I'm not going to say it. Watch UCR. I'm not going to say it because it's offensive, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to quickly jump into um, a section I have to call. The view from here. <laughs> I forgot to say the title before we got there. So um, the, the topic is... <laughs> we seem very obsessed with legal cases lately. We're not, I promise. It's just in the news. So um, our favourite Holy Spirit... Our favorite Holy Spirit, Brittany, has apparently spoken out against the documentaries um, that are detailing the conservatorship. Um, There's a whole big thing. I'll read it quickly. Um, Geez, 2021 is definitely better than 2020, but I never knew it was going to be like this. So many documentaries about me this year with other people's takes on my life. What can I say? I'm deeply flattered. These documentaries are so hypocritical. They criticize the media, then do the same thing. Damn, I don't know if (laughs) y'all... I don't know y'all, but I'm thrilled to remind you that although I've had some pretty uh, tough times in my life, I've had way more amazing times in my life. And unfortunately, my friends, I think the world is more interested in the negative. Now, this is all well and good. There's some um, debate as to whether she's actually running that Instagram at all or if it's someone employed. But this is all coming on the back of this trial that she is now what well, couple of weeks away from getting up there. It's in the news again today that uh, it's all about getting Jamie removed from the conservatorship. But my question for the panel today is when did you decide it was okay to stand up for yourself? Brittany's t- it's taken Brittany over 10 years to speak up about this conservatorship and why she thinks it's not right. So do you remember when you went, hey, 
this isn't okay. I'm going to stand up. It doesn't have to be anything too life-changing. But there's moments in everyone's life where you go, you know what? I, this is more like what I have, what I'm feeling and what this situation makes me feel is like not great. And I'm in a better place if I stand up and speak for myself. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go, Vera. She's got it. Believe it or not, I'm late to this game. I didn't start sticking up for myself till really recently. You know, I, I just took it, you know, whatever, whatever. I, somehow I thought I deserved bad things and, I, you know, maybe it was Catholic school education, but I was in my 50s before I just decided, fuck this noise. <laughs> Good for Do you, you remember, Vera. was there a specific situation that you went, I'm done? Or it's just... Yeah, well, actually, as a nurse, um, there's a very specific hierarchy and male doctors will always talk down to female nurses but you throw a male nurse in the mix and that misogyny comes out and as a 10-year experienced nurse i had a doctor talking to a less experienced male nurse for clinical discussion and talking over me and through me and never even looking at me and i was you know, the doctor walked out of the room and I went off on the nurse, the other nurse that had no, it was never his fault. And I just said, you know what? I need to go talk to the doc. And when I did, the doctor was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, he like didn't really know he had been doing it. But once I said something, he stopped and that's how it goes. You know, Work, you stick Vera. up for yourself. You realize stick it Stick up for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyone else want to share? Oh, Jeffrey? okay, no, all right. Well, <laughs> I mean, if I must spill the tea. Please do. So what happened was, you know, I cut my mother, my father, and my brother out of my life. It took a long time for me to get there, but my kids' mental health and my mental health is going to come first. Like, mm -hmm. it was toxic. It wasn't healthy. I realized my mother didn't really tell the truth and she spun it how she saw fit and she really kind of became her mother and her father and I wasn't going to continue the pattern anymore and two she likes to tell people that it I stopped talking to her because she wouldn't take my kids trick-or-treating <laughs> uh, I've got three kids that are crazy and I had a one-year-old at the time she congestive heart failure and some cancer. She's already taken one of my old foster daughter's kids. I'm not going to ask you to take my kids trick or treating. Mm -hmm. Like, so you can tell whatever story you need to, but that right there is the perfect example of why I'm no longer in your life. You can't tell the truth. And the fact was, you treated my kids like they were adopted, redheaded stepchildren that you couldn't be bothered with. And then you let your other son attack me and put my kids at risk. Like, I, I, it's not cool, dude. You know what I mean? And I, I've i never really spoke about it before, but yeah, that was it. That was the time in my life where it was like, enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. It's time to move on. And y'all got to go. And I'll tell you what, it was the biggest blessing because I'm so less stressed out. And the drama that came from my immediate family was constant and intense all the time. So, yay. Good Jeff, have I just had an Oprah moment? 
Yeah, I want, I, that, I want that pay. I want that sweet, sweet Oprah money. Hi, me, Oprah. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. Angel? Probably um, planning my wedding. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of uh, opinions. We had a lot of people say what they thought we should do or shouldn't do. Um, we had people personally attacking us because they weren't invited to the wedding. And um, we had some people who thought it was weird that my husband was marrying a chocolate woman. So at that point, I definitely stood up for myself. I told them, fuck you, fuck her, fuck him, go fuck yourselves. And um, we did what we wanted and our wedding was awesome. And, you know, that was probably the first time I started standing up for myself was then. Only because my husband told me to. Yeah, It set you off on the right path for your marriage. Oh, Lord, did it ever. Did it ever. You know, you're not, you're not. Like tiptoeing around things to make people happy. Oh and no, just ask my blah, mom. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to know more about that, you can check out our TikTok because Angel's going to be dropping some, <laughs> some hot, hot, hot videos, aren't you, Angel? They're going to be amazing. <laughs> and you guys have to definitely subscribe to our TikTok because you're not going to want to miss these videos. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> the TikTok link is floating below. But again, it's getting warm and flustery and blustery in here. So that can only mean that it is time for the event. Okay, Vera, here we go. Three, two, one. (laughs) Vent. Had a couple of really good ones tonight. You have. Um, Because of time, I'm going to keep this really short. America, sorry, Australia, I don't mean to leave you guys out, but it's time for national health care. We got to do it. Too many people are dying. I I keep losing friends and family who don't have proper health care, who can't get diagnostic tests. National health care, single payer system, it's time. I like that, Matt. That was That's very relaxed, Matt. It was very well, relaxed. It's, it's been a rough week. I, I Somebody lost... like the gas out of your tailpipe? No, I, I, <laughs> well, I've already mentioned twice, but I, I lost two friends this week. Oh, and no. I, I One was a childhood friend who couldn't get the proper diagnosis for cancer and oh. died. And the other was a 37-year-old child that I watched grow up. I've known this kid since he was an infant, and I my heart is broken. That why that just he, happened? No, it did just happen. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to say the name, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and both of them had inadequate health care. My cousin died because she had inadequate health care. My brother-in-law's best friend died because of inadequate oh. health care. It's time to do something. I mean, for everything that for everything that you guys have, it's just it it blows my mind that there you are so like you guys the the American system is held up to you know you're like world leaders, and then you look at stuff like this where people can't afford basic healthcare. Yeah, it's it's so sad and embarrassing. (laughs) You know, you think they're embarrassed because we have Kamala Harris as our vice president, all you freaking Trumpers. No, (laughs) there's the beer we know. (laughs) There's bigger issues because we don't have fucking health care. 
Yeah, we there's bigger to be issues. Because we have a female vice president. Fuck that noise. We need to be embarrassed because we don't have basic <sighs> necessity for life. Maybe if we had health care, there'd be less gun violence. Just say. Maybe. Maybe. But look, guys, things are not that great here in Australia. Now, I know that um, Angel, <laughs> Angel back in, uh, I think it was last year, actually, we had a very interesting um, conversation about brown snakes. Um, but here in Australia, things are not that great. Check out this sucker that was found on a wall last year. Nope. Oh, God. Nope. That's a huntsman spider. Just burned a whole house down. A heart attack. And also, last week in Queensland, check out the size of this fucking moth. <laughs> Where's Godzilla? That's Mothra. That's Mothra. <laughs> yeah, Mothra. right. Mothra. So, look, you know what? maybe we need maybe we need our guns back to take out the giant animals that are coming to devour <laughs> us all over here. Well, so you never waiting, know. We're waiting for the cicadas here. Uh, I know. I oh, know. we also have a we also have a mouse plague because of the, um, the cold winter. Yes, so you know we're going back into the eighteen hundreds. We're all going to get the bubonic plague and scurvy and all that. I got rickets, man. <laughs> <laughs> you Somebody's got to take over the world when we end it because we can't end global warming. It's not going to be us because we can't. <laughs> We can't get Pfizer. We're just blood plotting our way into, into fucking non-existence over here. Woo! Well, half of the European Union is rejecting the Johnson & Johnson, so maybe you guys can get some Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Now we're popping with AstraZeneca over here. They're like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have it, but you can have it. They're like, <laughs> like you should have that. It's like, well, you're telling us not to have it. They're like, give it to the old people. It's okay. <laughs> Mom, Give it to the O's. If you're watching, you should go over there and get that that one. <laughs> Hot, fresh tea and love from the UCR panel. Well, guys, it was been a fun show today. Welcome back, Angel. It's been so good. Thank you. Yay. I'm happy Yay. to be here. And everyone guys. else, we will see you again very, very soon. Stay safe. Um, stay oh, lubricated please. and stay loved. We love you. Bye. Listen, kid, it's been a swell time, but the sun's gone now. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.